we're finally at Route 66. And let me tell you what, this is a beautiful racetrack. I've seen it all my life on TV. I just shook hands with Don Schumacher, you know. I, I got a picture of him, but I didn't get a picture with him, okay? I'm trying not to be a, a, a fanboy, because I'm media. I am media, I am working the race. But, Don Schumacher shook my hand, and I'm not okay. Hello, 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 hello. We're back again after the amazing, 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 I said it three times, amazing Route 66 Nationals in Joliet, Illinois at the famed Route 66 Raceway. It, I mean, people, I don't even know what to say. Like, I just, I'm, I'm grateful uh, to NHRA for giving me a chance to, you know, show show what I can do. Uh, and and I, I just needed a shot, and I got that shot, and I, I believe I delivered on the assignment. Uh, I'm still going through the pictures, folks. There's so many pictures. Um, they didn't want me taking video, so I have to do it a little differently than I did last time. Uh, but, you know, I, I definitely got a lot of B-roll, a lot of good B-roll, so you'll definitely be seeing that. Um, I mean, it it was great, folks. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. These cars, I, I feel like I should just do a whole episode based on my experience being up against the wall. Folks, I was six foot, six feet away from these cars while they were running. Uh, when they pass you, it feels like somebody came up to you and shook you, shook you vigorously. Uh, the most vi violent shaking you can, you can, you can experience, and then it's over. Uh, it's loud. It's still very loud down there. I mean, it's loud everywhere. Uh, it's 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 and uh, it's impossible to describe in words. Still, and I think that's why I waited four days before I recorded this thing to let y'all know that I'm still not okay. <laughs> like, I'm still not okay. Um, I, I got a lot of backstage access. I say backstage because, you know, I'm a performer. Uh, if you're new here, I'm a performer. Uh, I have a new nickname from Joe Costello, the conductor. Like, that's that's cool. That's cool. They made me feel very uh, welcome. They didn't make, make me feel like I wasn't supposed to be there. I felt right at home. And I thank them for that. Like seriously, that that was um, that was cool. That made it a, an experience of me not knowing what I was gonna do or what I was gonna be able to produce a lot easier because they were so welcoming and so supportive. Uh, the the photographers, all the photographers I got to meet and shoot with this weekend, like that the camaraderie. You know, they don't know me from the next guy but it, it's cool to see they can see and feel that I'm here because I want to be here I mean I live this stuff folks I can't I can't express that enough you know I'm a classically trained musician and you know I do a podcast on the NHRA nitro cars you know and we co we cover pro stock of course uh as well uh but I mean, this stuff is my life, man. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, and it, it was so cool to be near people who also felt that way. So, yeah, it was very cool. We're going to talk about it. We're going to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep talking about it. That's fine. You, you, you're just going to get tired of it. 
I'm gonna be on every episode. I'm gonna say, okay, now when I was by the wall, this is what happened. No. <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll we'll interject a, a, a few times uh, throughout the episode. But we had an action-packed weekend. Uh, I gotta do my job now, so I'm I'm gonna stop uh, fangirling or fanboying and, and and get into it. Uh, it was a, it was a surprising weekend. We had different conditions. Uh, the Sunday was a lot hotter of a racetrack and air temp that they than they experienced all weekend. I mean, Friday was beautiful. Uh, the track was under eight, 90 degrees for, for, for Friday sessions. Um, Saturday was a little hotter. Uh, they had the heat of the day to contend with for the uh, the second session and the too fast, too tasty. We had all-star call-outs. I, I, I just want to do an episode dedicated to, to the pro stockers. Um, we'll do that maybe next week we got an off week but i definitely want to cover their uh their specialty race the all-star race um it was great i want to cover their uh too fast too tasty as well i mean you know i feel like i'm you know i'm not, I'm not sliding you guys i mean nitro performance guy i want to stay true to to the roots uh, it is in the name nitro <laughs> but i do cover the other classes because i don't you know i don't want anybody to think that i'm just you know that that those cars ain't or 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 bikes aren't cool as well so we'll probably do something like that. Um, so let's get let's just get into it, folks. I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot. So let's get to it. Uh, session number one, right? So at the end of the session, not many people got down. Uh, we three funny cars made representative passes. So it basically it, the track was so tight that if you didn't give it enough at the beginning, you didn't make it to three thirty. And I was standing, I would say, maybe 100, 150 feet out. Uh, not many cars made it past me, um, but three of them did. Now, let's talk about them. They're going to get the points. Robert Height was number one after day one. Cruz Pedregon was number two after day two. Shout out to Ryan Elliott. He's given me a lot of information that I won't say on the air, but I'm just learning about how these cars work, folks. Like, Assistant crew chief for the Snap-on Makers and Fixers Nitro Charger, Dodge Charger. We'll talk more about that. Uh, the third funny car that got down was J.R. Todd in the DHL Gazoo Racing Supra. Uh, let's talk about what they ran and how many points they got. So let's start with J.R. 333 flat 333.00 miles per hour let's talk about the incremental times for jr todd because it, it tells a story 877 for s60 2.256 at 330 foot uh and 3.173 at 282.24 miles per hour and i didn't do the split uh but we know he ran 390 with the six 333 that was the first one uh, that we got this weekend. Uh, John Force, 4.442192. He's he's fourth best. So that 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 just I I say his number just to show that only three funny cars got down there. Um, let me see. Cruz Pedregon, 3.889, miles per hour. He's gonna get two points. Jr. got one point. Uh, let's look at. Cruz's incrementals because I like to, to compare. He was about four thousandths of a second quicker than Jr. to sixty foot eight seventy three, 
2.240. He was uh, less than a hundredth quicker than him uh, at, at that point of the racetrack. 3.150 at the eighth mile. It's so about two hundredths of a second quicker there. You really see him start to pick it up uh, down track. Remember that part. I gotta make sure I pull up my phone for this next part because I did write it down so I didn't forget it. Uh, boom, here we go. Uh, at the eighth mile, 3.150, 282.66 miles per hour. And then he finished off with that 388. 327 uh, at the thousand foot block. So getting quicker, getting quicker. Uh, if I remember correctly, I believe JR ran before Cruz did. Uh, it, it was really hard to follow things down there this weekend, folks, because I was so like uh, positively distracted by what was happening in front of me. I would take my pictures and I put the camera down. I was watching the cars and watch how they backed up and watched how they look, how they're idling, just, you know, there's, there's, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Things I noticed that I never saw on TV. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about Robert Height, who runs the quickest ET of the, of the season, of the season, 3.831, miles per hour, 335 in 3.83 seconds, folks. That's that's crazy. Let's look at Robert's incrementals. Eight sixty eight, by far the quickest of the of the of the of the class of the of the of the of the <laughs> two point two one eight at three hundred and thirty foot. So again, quicker than the uh, the previous two, uh, three hundredths of a second quicker than Cruz was at that point. Uh, three point one zero five, three ten with a five at six hundred sixty feet, folks. 290 miles per hour 290.19 miles per hour sets both ends of the track record Jimmy Prox said that if it stuck it would pick up about a couple hundredths down track he said they were trying to run a 387 and they came up there with a 383 that's crazy that is crazy it's amazing and you're going to hear from him uh, I'm going to leave space for, for that um, and we're, we're going to uh, hear from the uh, the number one qualifiers in Nitro. Uh, we'll hear from them after I talk about the first day. So let's talk about top fuel. Mike Salinas was number one after the first day, and he's he would remain number one. No one would uh, top these numbers from Friday night, folks. We're, get, we're starting to get into the summer months where the Friday night number one qualifier stays the number one qualifier all weekend. You know, we usually talk about that on the show. We usually see that in the fall, that if number one is 68, you might see a 66 the next day. We're not in that season. We're in the, we're getting to be the summer months. This was the first hot racetrack everybody kind of dealt with. So uh, session number two was kind of, you know, everybody getting on that track and it, it being a little hot. So that's what happens. That's what happens. The seasons change. That's the thing about racing all year round. Power management. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm learning more about that. So, but there are there obviously be things I can't tell you on air and then, but I'll know them. So <laughs> I'll figure out a way to tell you without telling you. Anyway, let's talk about top fuel session. Number one, Mike Salinas in the Gerber collision and glass red top fuel car. I tell you what, that thing looks like the, Bud, the Budweiser cars, just a, a modern iteration of it. Uh, but 
red top fuel cars. We gotta love it. That reminds me of those cars. Let me be a good media person and tell you the name of the event. 23rd Annual Gerber Collision and Glass Route 66 NHRA Nationals presented by Peak Performance. The title sponsor of the race was on the side of Mike Salinas's top fuel car. I think that's pretty good. You know, you go you go number one and uh, with the with the title sponsor of the drag race on the side of your vehicle. 3.686333.41 miles per hour. He gets three points. Austin Proc is going to get two points. 3.694331.20 miles per hour. Justin Ashley is going to get one point. 3.717333.10 miles per hour. We're not done with the 330 mile per hour runs and top fuel dragster how about fourth best doug Kalita 3.722 331.61 miles per hour now Kalita racing they had an all-team test uh the week before chicago so i we can definitely see that the cars are performing well out the back end that we we're seeing consistent 330s uh out of both top fuel cars and and jr is looking good too 333 flat in the first session. Spencer Massey was fifth best, 3.722, 326 miles per hour. Sean Langdon is sixth best, 3.745, 331.10 miles per hour. Leah Pruitt was seventh best, 3.756, 318.62. And then Jacob McNeil. How about Jacob McNeil going down there making that? Top eight in the session, 3.774, So if you can, if you can tell, the top fuel cars got down there a little bit uh, better than the uh, the um, funny cars did, and you can really see it when you're when I'm when I was down there. I could really see it. Like the, I mean, it's it's hard to you know grasp the speed or or the size when you're in the grandstands, but when you're sitting right next to or you're standing right next to the, one of these things. The Draxers are just so massive, and and that thirty foot long wheelbase really helps those uh, folks get down the racetrack, you know, in a timely manner. <laughs> uh, kind of, you saw three seventy sevens; they were kind of sneaking it down there, so to speak, because the track was really good. You usually see the funny cars struggle, uh, but and that's just because of the mechanical advantage of the top fuel car; it's so much longer than the drag uh, than the funny car, so. Their cousins. Let's talk about the incremental times. I wanted to compare the two uh, 60s that we saw. Wait, let me see. I didn't do Austin's. I don't know why I did. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to do it. <laughs> Mike Salinas' incremental times. 840 at 60. 2.111 at 330 foot. At the half track mark, we got 2.967. 295.85 miles per hour 295 miles per hour in 660 feet folks how about that just comparing it to sean langdon who was number he was sixth best but still going over 330 when he got there um two four eight forty seven so seven thousandths of a second off of number one and he was sixth best uh, 2.148, so about three thousandths of a second off of Mike Salinas. 
3.019, 292, 65, 292. So we're definitely seeing that that test definitely did some good things for that car. I mean, they, they got a lot of back end power, and that's what you need to run with Brittany and Austin uh, Proc, you know, because if we, if we, if you heard, I didn't mention Brittany Force yet. So Austin Proc, but remember, remember, they're still in test mode. I did say that, and I've been saying it all all year. Like, don't be surprised when you kind of see, you know, the David, the David Grubner car kind of come alive. They have been testing. Chicago was the cutoff for that test, uh, and we we've covered that, so it's well documented. Let's talk about Top Fuel session number two. Top Fuel's first on Saturday. We know that, folks. Uh, and we also had Too Fast, Too Tasty. So the way we're gonna do it is we're gonna cover. Uh, what was done in qualifying then i'm, I'm going to cover uh the mission foods too fast too tasty top fuel challenge it's always the uh at the back of the pack uh at the back of the the session uh so let's talk about it antron brown is going to get three points he's going to be the fastest of the session 3.736 327.27 3. miles per hour and i am so sorry folks i should have the the conditions here because so we can really see like you know i wonder if i can pull that up real quick i don't want to take too much time i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it <laughs> it's live folks then we got austin pride consistently number two in the session folks pay attention look at this 3.737 327.43 miles per hour so almost the same mile per hour to the hundredth of a mile per hour the, the very fractions the small parts of the mile per hour but the same, almost the same ET too, folks. One thousandth of a second on the ET. Austin Proc was quicker. Justin Ashley is going to be the fourth, third quickest of the session. Three point seven four six two three hundred twenty nine point nine nine miles per hour. That's pretty big speed. But it wasn't the biggest speed of the session. Let's talk about it. He's going to get one point. Let's talk about the players who were made full passes but did not make the points. Doug Coletta, 3.749, 322.73 miles per hour. Brittany Forrest, who's fifth best, 3.765, 334.82 miles per hour. Now, folks, it was not cool at this point, okay? It was not hot, but it was not as cool as it was the previous night. 334 down there. Wow. Steve Torrance was sixth best, 3.766, 327.19 miles per hour. Josh Hart was seventh best, 3.770, 329.91 miles per hour. Kyle Wurzel was eighth best. He's going to round out the quick eight, 3.780, 319.90 miles per hour. And then TJ Zizzo, TJ, his name is my name too is going to finish it out with the representative passes in the 70s. 3.795, 325.92 miles per hour. Let's talk about round one of that too fast, too tasty NHRA top fuel challenge. Okay, so this round counted for qualifying, and that's why Brittany Force, you're going to hear her run again because that's when she did it. She was next door to her John Force Racing top fuel teammate, Austin Prop. But let's talk about Justin Ashley and Antron Brown first. Who's going to get the win? Justin Ashley is going to get the win. 34 
on the tree to Antron 66, 3.746, 329.99. You just heard the numbers. He beats Antron, who was running 3.736, 327.27. I was in the stands for this session. Um, I, I really like to see how the cars move down track. Uh, it's kind of hard down uh, at at the wall, uh, but not impossible. I mean, it looks so cool down there watching as they pass you, and especially the both nitro cars with the header fire because it doesn't look real. And it doesn't matter what time of day, the header fire just doesn't look real. It's crazy, um, but it is very real. Uh, Justin Ash is going to move on to the next round of the Too Fast, Too Tasty Challenge which we know is at the end of session number three. So we'll come back to who, uh, we'll come back to the winning part of it. But I mean, we, we know who won, right? You all saw the race. Of course you did, because you're fans, you're great. Austin Proc beats Brittany Forrest 3.737, 327.43 over Brittany's 3.765, 334.82 miles per hour. Nobody else will go faster than Brittany Forrest uh, there would be a, a decent number of people that were quicker, but no one was faster. We were starting to differentiate that, folks. Faster is the speed they're running. ET is the, the number that they run, how quickly they got there, how quickly they got there, not how fast. Uh, 77 on the tree, so she was about, uh, let me see, exactly two hundredths of a second off of Austin, and that's what did it. Uh, that was a solid pass. All right, so let's talk about session number two in Nitro Funny Car. How about John Forrest is going to be the best in the session? 3.988, 322.81 miles per hour. Now, mind you, the conditions are changing. You know, there, there were a couple of delays, and as as there's nothing happening on the racetrack, you know, it's just getting hotter. So you got to adjust and, you know, change the, the, uh, the tune-up. Well, what you can change in the, in the, in the staging lanes, uh, so... Tim Wilkerson was number two, 3.998, 322.81 miles per hour in the Skag vehicle in front of the Wilk Warriors. This is his hometown race. Tim is from Springfield, Illinois. Uh, Bobby Bodie, 401.7299. He's going to get one point. And Terry Haddock, how about Terry Haddock? Four point, uh, I'm sorry, 4.0443.1156. He's going to be fourth best. Ron Caps did not complete the pass, but he's going to be fifth best in the session. 412 of the seven, 259.36 miles per hour. So you heard a few of these runs, uh, but let's talk about them in the, too, in the context of the Too Fast, Too Tasty Funny Card Challenge. Terry Haddock was against Matt Hagen, and guess what? Terry Haddock won the race he beat Matt Hagen 404 beats a 456 Matt Hagen got into some trouble Matt Hagen Matt Hagen left first though 40 of uh, 65 I can read 65 to a 154 on the tree Terry Haddock is moving on to the finals in the too fast too tasty challenge Ron Caps is going to beat Bob Tasker the third in his 23 Motocraft Quick Lane Mustang. The Supra is going on to the final. 4.12.7.259 to the also tire smoking 4.99.6.243.77. So we got to see some pedal, some pedaling in qualifying. I, we all know I love Pedal Fest. <laughs> so I, I, that is well documented that I love Pedal Fest. Uh, and so it's cool to see um, competition. 
on on uh saturday that's cool we've been saying it they've listened i love it so let's go back in the top fuel final qualifying folks there was a lot of full passes 13 representative relatively representative passes uh jacob mcneil uh eight uh let me see 384 3 292 52 that's a solid run for the uh, for a team that doesn't come out a whole lot uh, but we saw what they did. Uh, what they did. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what they did the previous day. Three seventy-seven. So we know they got it. You know, uh, it's it's cool. It's cool. There's a lot of crew chiefs out there that are freelance and kind of lending their their knowledge. Uh, I saw Ron Tober this weekend. So <laughs> he was with uh, T.J. Zizzo, and we're gonna talk about what T.J. Zizzo in the first uh, what he did in the first round because it was wild. And it didn't surprise him, but I sure wasn't expecting that number to pop up. Not that he can't do it, but I'm telling you, you know, you got Ron Tobler, one of the best to ever do it, you know, over overlooking your operation. You're going to see things like this. Let's talk about final qualifying and top fuel. Let's go from the bottom. 13th best, Jacob McNeil, 3.843, 292 miles per hour. Let's talk about Kyle Wurzel. He was 12th best. 3.816, 3.18 for Kyle Wurzel. Uh, that's solid for them. 3.81s are, you know, a solid, you know, effort for a team that, you know, is easy on the points or on the parts. On the points, easy on the points, easy on the parts. Doug Foley was 11th best, 3.805, 316 miles per hour. Tony Schumacher was 10th best. I shook hands with his dad this weekend. The, the famed... Don Schumacher, I got to I got to talk to him, folks. It was crazy. I shook his hand. You're gonna hear that in the opening. I'm gonna put it in there. I wasn't okay. Three point seven nine three, three hundred and twenty-eight point nine four miles per hour for the Skag top fuel car. Clay Milliken was ninth best, three point seven six nine, three hundred thirty point four seven miles per hour. And we got Austin Proc, who's eighth best, 3.7422, miles per hour for Austin Proc. Leah Pruitt was seventh best, 3.736, miles per hour. So we're starting to get into the quick players. Hey, from eight to nine. Ninth to eighth best. We got two hundredths of a difference in the in the rea- in the uh, the elapsed time here. Three point seven four two for Austin Proc and Clay Milliken is three point seven six nine. So look at that difference there. They're still pretty close and bunched in there, but I just want to point that out because now it's about to get a lot closer up at the top. Um, so Leah Pruitt three point seven three six three hundred thirty one ninety four uh, and and so. One thousandth of a second quicker would be Steve Torrance, 3.735, miles per hour. We got Justin Ashley, who's fifth best, 3.728, 331.12 miles per hour. 331, 3.72 is only good enough for fifth best right now. 3.728 is good enough for fifth best. Let's be proper seven thousandths of a second quicker would be sean langdon 3.721 331.77 miles per hour i tell you what they sure got that back end speed going on that don uh don that sean langdon top fuel car he had on the um let me see let me see let me see 
Oh, I have it in. I have it in here. Let me just look at the picture. The Autodesk colors. That's a nice looking car, folks. That monochrome Autodesk top fuel car of Sean Langdon and Connie Coletta. I love watching Don, top fuel with Donnie uh, with Connie Coletta not far from me. I love that. That's great. I was supposed to stop so we could hear the number one qualifiers, but it's okay. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. We know it's live, folks. It's very relaxed here. One thou of a second quicker would be Antron Brown. 3.720, 330.55 miles per hour. He's going to get one point. One point. We got Mike Salinas. 3.715, 332.92 miles per hour. He's going to get two points. And then Doug Kalitta was best in the session, 3.702, 329.75 miles per hour. Let's talk about that final in the Too Fast, Too Tasty challenge. We got Justin Ashley in the right lane and Austin Proc in the left. Justin Ashley is going to get the win, 3.728, 331.212 miles per hour beats a stout 3.742, 325.37 miles per hour for the Montana brand boys and girls. All right. Justin Ash is going to get the win. He was the quickest. Um, oh, okay. I see what they did here. He was the quickest of this race. This because it's a race within a race. 3.728 would be the quickest for top fuel. And then the fastest is Brittany Forrest, 334.82 miles per hour. That's what she did in the first round of the shootout. Let's talk about Funny Car. And then we're going to talk about the final round in that. We had a lot of uh, more representative passes this time. The 11th best was uh, John Forrest, 414.236. He had good early numbers, but he didn't. He wasn't able to connect it down there. 406 for Alex Laughlin is 10th best. Blake Alexander, 404.5281. Again, so you're seeing the cars are not uh, singing through the finish line there. Uh, Mike McIntyre Jr., 399.4318 is 8th best. Chad Green, 3.983321 for Chad Green. That's going to be 7th best. Ron Caps was 6th best, 3.941328. Tim Wilkerson is going to be 5th best, 3.939326 miles per hour. Matt Hagen is going to be 4th best, 3.938329.42 miles per hour. Cruz Pedragon, the makers and fixers, are going to be number three, and they're going to get one point. 3.935, miles per hour. We got J.R. Todd, 3.926 is going to get two points at a 329.91 miles per hour, so almost 330 there. And then Robert Hyde is going to be the best in the session, 3.896, 326. 4.8 miles per hour. Let's talk about the final of the Too Fast, Too Tasty. Um, Terry Haddock, unfortunately, broke and was not able to complete the pass. He broke before staging the car. He was able to do the burnout. It was a real nice burnout. I got to tell you what, Terry Haddock has the best burnouts in Nitro Funny Car. I don't care. <laughs> he takes it down to 330 uh, on the gas, okay? But when you own the car, you can do whatever you want, you know? Uh, 
there's a couple other funny car drivers that do some long ones. But hey, I miss the long burnouts, folks. I, I know it's not necessarily needed and, you know, it can, you could hurt parts and it's not worth it. But, man, I tell you what, I sure do miss those long smoky burnouts in the Nitro Funny Car class. Ron Caps is going to get the win unopposed, unopposed, 3.941, 328.30 miles per hour. He was 80 on the tree. Uh, the low ET and top speed of this particular mini meet uh, in the Too Fast, Too Tasty it was 328.30 for Ron Caps. And also the low ET was Ron Caps, 3.941 seconds. Uh, all right. So that's how they shaked up. At the end of qualifying, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to figure out how to get these uh, these interviews in here uh, with the number one qualifiers, but we'll definitely do that. If I have to do some creative cutting, um, I'm just probably gonna put it in here right now. I'm just gonna put it here because it didn't change throughout the three days uh, or two days of qualifying. So three sessions, two days. <laughs> uh, I'm going to actually just put it in here right now So let's hear from the number one qualifiers in Nitro Jimmy Roberts first number one spot this season 78th in his career And uh, heck of a way to return to, to Chicago with a, one, a run like that, Robert Yeah, that, that actually surprised me uh, You know, going up there, Jimmy Jimmy, and uh, and Thomas they, We were talking about, you know, trying to run 87 or 88 Which is what we just ran in the final at uh, Charlotte So um, you know, I, we figured that'd be a good baseline to get us get us qualified and start the weekend, but it surprised him. I mean, but he kept saying in Charlotte, he says there is so much more left in this thing, and if it would if it would just run from the 60 to the 330 and and not fall in a hole, um, this thing will pick up 300s, and sure enough, it did. It was, uh, I mean, it was just a smooth run, and when they're smooth like that, they honestly don't feel that fast. Uh, they didn't tell me on the radio, which normally they tell me on the radio what it ran, and I had to ask, and uh, then they said 83, and I had to double-check th that I actually heard the, that right. So um, what's amazing is, uh, you know, to come back to a racetrack that we haven't raced on in this many years and just to pick up and, and run like that's pretty impressive. It, it really goes out to the NHRA, you know, for whipping this place into into shape and getting it ready for the fans and us to race on. What's it mean to to, to not only come back here but also to come here with with a new look on the car and, and lay down a run like that right off the bat? That was uh, that was what really made this special yeah. because uh, I think there was about 15 Cornwell <laughs> people back there, you know, in the sponsor viewing, yeah. and I mean they've just they've been so excited about this, and you know after Charlotte I got to go to Cornwell and and visit their their two factories that they have, and I just met so many great people, you know, that uh, are out in the middle of America and just hardworking. Uh, they really give a shit about what they're doing and the products they're making. Mm -hmm and it's it's pretty impressive it, it, you know it uh, makes me really want to do a good job for them and, and work hard for them because all of those folks uh, work hard and, and love what they do absolutely uh, questions that's Chris the car looks amazing been four years since a nitro car has been down the track how did the track feel overall oh it was good I mean like I said it was when you have a have a smooth run like that sometimes they honestly feel like they're not as quick you know it just nothing happened it was kind of boring but uh it was and to start out like that you know tomorrow night the funny cars are going to be second and if we get some conditions you know similar to this 
you know Jimmy, he's going to push and uh, might might see a record, you know, since the 2017 era. You were one of only three cars that actually made it down with a successful pass. Any thoughts on why that was the case? Well, some of the early cars, uh, they don't run a lot. And, you know, really good tight conditions, obviously, to run like that. We went 290 miles an hour at the 8th. That's that's really good for a funny car. So uh, the tracks out there, if you're a little on the weak side or miss it a little, you're going to shake and, and and not get through it. So it's uh, it's a fine line. Kind of anticipated my question. Feast or famine here? Oh, that's that we we want that. You need that. Um, you know, and and tomorrow is going to be more like the conditions we're going to face on Sunday. I think we're going to have some sun out and some tracks going to heat up a little bit. So, it's it's this is very important for for your for your qualifying position. But tomorrow is very very important for setting yourself up to race on Sunday with four really good runs. Else for Robert? All right. Oh, good. Congrats, Robert. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you, guys. A uh, great way to to return uh, to Chicago. How thrilled were you with with that run today? Actually, it was really good. Um, we did a lot of work in the last few weeks. We weren't happy with uh, Vegas. We knew we had a great car. We had a malfunction, and it's unacceptable. Um, we went to the next race, and driver didn't show up and made mistakes, and um, just can't let that happen again. Last time we were here, and I believe we raced here, we were number one qualifier. If I was right, if I'm right, um, the run we just ran there, we did it three times in testing this week in uh, Indy. So we know we have a great car. Um, it's just basically we just got to go close it out and run good tomorrow. But tomorrow's another day, and I think uh, there's going to be some very good runs tomorrow because the data the track is really, really tight and it's really good. It you can run faster, and it's going to be very interesting to see how good everybody runs tomorrow because Sunday is a different different thing but um, yeah Rob and all the guys I want to thank Trip Tatum he drove my car I was in California he drove my car and got it up to par for us and uh, comes out and tells me a uh, fast car yeah. and that so it's good very very nice you know well you know coming back for the first time here in four years is it what's kind of the the game plan for for a team not knowing how the track's gonna be obviously like you said the track was good what was kind of the approach here? Well, we, we were all worried. Everybody was worried about the track because it hadn't been ran on. Yeah. So we were all worried about the high-powered cars, if it's going to work. And that right there, we backed the car down because mm. we, we literally wanted to run a 65. And they, they saw something, so they backed it down, and the 68 was good. And, you know, I feel good back in the car. We just front halved it, so the car is like a brand-new car again. And um, I, I think we're pretty pleased with those results. But... I believe tomorrow you'll still be able to run in the 60s. Mm -hmm. and, and I know quite a few cars are going to come. Um, Proc and I came up with a, a thought, low, the top 10 will be 73, you know, and that's what we expected. We didn't expect, you know, I, I expected my car to go faster than that, to be honest with you. And uh, the guys, they're pleased with it now because that's a great start, you know. So I think we're going to be good. Absolutely. Uh, so your last number one, I believe, Mm -hmm. uh, most recent number one, but going in, into you know, a Sunday, how much would it, does it actually help you, Mike Salinas, not in general drivers, but you, Mike Salinas, how much does it actually help you to have that number one um, mentally? Um, for myself, um, I never care 
And if you guys notice why I'm late up here, I don't care where I qualify, as long as I qualify, I don't care who I run. I don't, it doesn't even matter because every run I get up there, I race myself. And honestly, I, I don't know who I run until I get in the lanes. And, and I don't want to know. I don't check, I don't look, and my guys know not to even tell me. And I didn't even know I was number one. I thought I was number two, so. <laughs> so, you know, for myself, I have this thing that if you're gonna be good, you're gonna be good no matter who you're racing. And you let anybody get in your head, it's a bad game out there. So every run I go up there, it's another test session, another run, go out, you know, drive the car, have fun, and I, I'm happy to be here. I mean, we got so much business and work back home that, I mean, I was like, God, I gotta go there. It was, it was hard to leave to come here when we have so many great things going on at home. And so I get here and uh, this is great. It's worth coming. <laughs> you, you talked about the conditions tomorrow. Do you feel that this run's going to hold up for number one tomorrow? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think somebody's going to squeeze in with the 67, 68 um, under our number. Um, but I will tell you this. From half track on, our car has a lot more. They backed it down. Um, I think it would have ran a 65, and it would have been really smooth and clean. And the car just feels amazing. We had some problems at the last few races that were computer problems, a couple other things that we were working on. So they addressed everything and right out of the box, it ran a, a number like this and testing. So we know that we have it back to the way our car should be. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Great thank job. You. Huge thank you to NHRA for allowing me to use that uh in the in the show uh, appreciate that uh big shout out to Allie bland i appreciate her so much for giving me a chance and just being very welcoming the whole weekend and very informative and giving me what i needed so i appreciate that and i appreciate her and i just wanted to make sure i shouted her out on the podcast let's talk about race day folks it's race day guess what it's race day let <laughs> Let us do it. I'm trying to do this. I hope this doesn't fall. This is like waiting for... Okay, that would be good. Okay, it's not going to fall. Y'all can't see what I'm doing. It's fine. Let's talk about... Let us talk about this race. So, we know we start with top few. Let's talk about what happened. Clay Milliken is going to get the round win over Sean Langdon. It was a solid effort. Let me find it here. Uh, let me see. Sean Lane. So number six and 11 were the first pairs out. Cruz, uh, not Cruz. Cruz doesn't drive top fuel. Clay Milliken is going to get the win. 3.732, 3, 333.41 miles per hour. 66 on the tree. Believe it or not, he didn't leave first. Sean Lane did. 29 on the tree, but four. 67.5 at 188 is not going to get the done, not going to get the job done uh, for the Autodesk top fuel car. So they will be moving on to Epping a little early. Clay Milliken is moving on. Let's talk about, uh, let me see, I'm using two things right now, folks. So forgive me if it's a, not, a, it doesn't flow uh, as, as well as it usually does. Um, actually, I'll just do it this way. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't like it choppy. Y'all know me. All right, Josh Hart is gonna get the win over Antron Brown, three point 
Uh, no, it wasn't. It was a pedal fest. <laughs> there was no threes in this run. 439 beats a 4756, 19885 for uh, Mr. Hart, and then from Antron Brown, 18485. There was a nice pedal fest there. We got, hey, it's race day. We got to get it down there. It doesn't matter if it's pretty or not. Next up, we got TJ Zizzo and we got Mike Salinas. TJ Zizzo is going to get down there. This is what I was talking about, folks, earlier. 3.721. Ready? 332.34 miles per hour. I read the wrong thing. That's Austin Proc. Let's talk about what TJ Zizzo ran. 3.712329.99 miles per hour. He's going to beat Mike Salinas, who crossed the center line. He's going to be deducted 10 points. He was 75 on the tree. TJ left first, and he got there first. Let's talk about the next one. I kind of told you already. Austin Proc is going to get the win over Tony Schumacher. 3.721, miles per hour for the Austin Proc Montana brand's top fuel car. To Tony Schumacher... He won't be getting making a full pass. Four twenty nine eight hundred and ninety four miles per hour. Now let's talk about Doug Kalitta. Who is going to race Clay Milliken? Well, it's going to be Doug Kalitta because he beat Mr. Kyle Wurzel three point seven six two three hundred twenty one point four two miles per hour, beating the three point eight two two three hundred ten miles per hour of Kyle Ward, so that's a solid run for that team, but it's not going to be good enough to beat that 76 in the other lane. So he's going to race Clay Milliken, and let me see. I don't believe he's going to get lane choice. No, he's not going to get lane choice. Clay Milliken ran that 73. Jacob McNeil is going to beat Justin Ashley in an upset, folks. 3.786, 322.6. Miles per hour beats Justin Ashley 4429219 miles per hour. They were taking them seriously. So that that's that's always a good thing to see. You know, when you're racing someone who I, I don't say easy. Nobody's easy out here and anybody can win at any given moment. But when you see someone who doesn't necessarily run every weekend, that's quite a compliment to come out there and smoke the tires. I mean, you obviously want to win the race, but it's that's a compliment to you. Because they took you seriously. They were taking you seriously. Uh, they didn't go out there and run a 380, you know, to beat you. They were they were trying to get lane choice. Uh, and they were trying to win. So, Brittany Force is going to beat Spencer Massey. Uh, Brittany left second. No, she left right on time. Spencer Massey left too early. Uh, Brittany Force, 3.750, 328 miles per hour 972 82 miles per hour for spencer massey for those keeping track at home leah pruitt is going to be steve torrance this i mean these are final rounds in the first round folks leah pruitt 3.742 329.02 miles per hour beats steve torrance again another one they took him seriously 845 600 miles per hour so we know the earlier that they got in trouble uh i'm sorry yeah the earlier that they got in trouble the slower that uh that i guess it's still slow right 
the slower that elapsed time will be. Uh, so let's talk about the round two matchups. We got TJ Zizzo is going to race Leah Pruitt. Jacob McNeil is going to race Josh Hart. Austin Proctor is going to race Brittany Forrest in a team John Forrest racing matchup. Not ideal. Uh, and then we got Doug Kalitta and Clay Milliken will duke it out in the second round. Let's talk about Nitro Funny Car. Let's bring them up. Who's first? Who is first? Let me see. Uh, Cruz Pedragon. Let me see. Was qualified two. Okay. So we know that they go to the uh, each qualifier, the top eight. They go to them and they ask them, hey, when do you want to run? Uh, eight pretty much doesn't have a choice. <laughs> um, so usually uh, eight is usually uh, the first pair out. Usually. Usually. That's not usually the case now. Uh, but that's usually how it works. Uh, so we got number two qualifiers starting it off with Alexis DeJoria. Cruz Petragon is going to get down there first. 402, 285 next to Alexis DeJoria's 806. There was some funniness. In, there was some some funny business. Uh, basically, the, the body was too low and it started to trip the beam. Alexis has had this problem with her Supra. Uh, she had a, she was having problems with it last season, if I remember correctly. Um, and so, you know, it was just one of those things. It, it's drag racing. It timed her out. And, um, yeah, that that's just that's a tough break because that was a good car all weekend. They made solid passes, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, I guess not. I guess not. It's a solid car, but they didn't have a great weekend. So that that's just I'm not telling you anything they wouldn't. Let's talk about the next pair. Robert Height next to Dale Creasy Jr. Robert Height is gonna get the win. 3.941, 327 miles per hour next to Dale Creasy's 446-201. So that wasn't a full pass for Peanut. We got Bob Task of the third and J.R. Todd. This is quite a sporty matchup in the first round. Uh, how about Bob Task a double bow of J.R. Todd, right? It's kind of kind of interesting. Four fifty-seven uh, for uh, Bob Task. He's going to get the win. One eighty-five for um, J.R. Todd. Again, a lot of pedal fest, a lot of pedaling. Uh, Eight thirty-two for J.R. But he did get off the line before Bob Task did. Fifty-three on the tree. Uh, so they're going to be moving on to Epping. Alex Laughlin is going to get the win over Matt Hagen. How about Alex Laughlin getting the round wins? I love it. I love to see it in that Nitro Funny Car. Let me see. I'm going to go to my pictures. Hold on. You're just, it's fine. I, it's okay. We're not going to waste too much time. But I tell you what, that Alex Laughlin car looked really good this weekend. Um, that was a good looking car. And, of course, now that I want to find it and I'm rushing to find it, I can't find it. Okay. Yep, Depento. Depento. There we go. Depento. That was a nice-looking paint job. It looked good all weekend. I, I commented on his post when he first posted the car. Can't wait to see it shoot flames this weekend. He liked it, and it definitely shot flames in the first round. And got down there first, 409, 304. And Matt Hagen did not complete a full pass. 4.17, 283 miles per hour. 4.1793, 
283 miles per hour. 383. That would be amazing. Tim Wilkerson of Springfield, Illinois, is going to get the win over Blake Alexander. Three, uh, 3.980, 316.60 miles per hour, beats a 4.139, miles per hour. Ron Caps is next, and he's going to beat Terry Haddock. So this is a rematch of the previous day. 407 for Terry Haddock would have beat literally anybody else in the funny car class. Oh, well, a few. He wouldn't have beat Robert. He, I don't know about Cruz, but he would have, If it's, it's just all about that right place at the right time kind of thing. Ron Caps beats him by seven hundredths of a second on the scoreboard. 87 for Ron Caps to a 139 for Terry Haddock. 4002. Four flat with the two on the end for Ron Caps. 316 beats. 40, uh, 4070-312.78 uh, no, miles per hour. It's a live show, folks, and I think I'm dyslexic, but it's all good. We're going to keep going. Chad Green is going to get the win over Bobby Bodie. Uh, and this is a hometown. Uh, is this, this is the backyard uh, race for Bobby Bodie as well. Deer Park, Illinois. Uh, 416-248 for Chad Green is going to beat uh, Bobby Bodie, who did not stage the car. The car broke before he staged. Last but not least, we got John Force. He's going to get the win over Mike McIntyre. They weren't taking him seri- uh, They weren't taking him lightly, I should say. Three point nine four zero three hundred twenty point two zero miles per hour beats Mike McIntyre, who broke before staging. There was a lot of that, uh, but let me see. Uh, let me see. He was quicker than his teammate Robert Hype by one thousandth of a second. Three point nine four one for Robert and three point nine four zero for John Force. Let's talk about the next round matchups. We're gonna get another John Force Racing Team matchup. That's not ideal, but it's. Okay, somebody's going on. Robert Height and John Force. We got Alex Laughlin and Tim Wilkerson. Cruz Pedragon and Chad Green. And then we got Bob Tasca third, and Ron Caps. Let's transition back to the long top fuel cars. Let's bring them back up here. We got Josh Hart and Jacob McNeil. We got Brittany Forrest and Austin Proc. We got TJ Zizzo and Leah Pruitt. And we got Clay Milliken and Doug Kalitta. Josh Hart is going to get the win over Jacob McNeil. 3.793, 328 miles an hour versus a 3.870, That was a funny sound. Brittany Force is going to beat her teammate. 401 beats a 547, 241 for Britt, 262 for Austin. He was definitely chasing her down. Uh, but he just couldn't get it done. He left first. Brittany got there first. She's moving on. TJ Zizzo is going to race Leah Pruitt, as we said earlier. He's going to beat Leah Pruitt. 3.804. 316 beats a 441. 252 for Leah Pruitt. TJ Zizzo and that Rustoleum top fuel car is moving on. And then last but not least, we got Clay Milliken is going to defeat the Mac Tools top fuel car of Doug Kalitta. 3.797, 328.22 miles per hour. 
Uh, no, so he did not get the quickest of the session by four thousandths. Josh Hart is going to get that one. Let's see. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be TJ Zizzo and Josh Hart in the next round. And it's going to be Brittany Force and Clay Milliken in the semifinal round at Route 66. Hey, folks, I'll tell you what. The crowd was packed all weekend. I just want to make sure I say that. And I, I'm sorry that I said that at this time. It looks like people miss drag racing up there. So I really hope we can get this added back to the schedule. I was talking to some of the people on on the on the grounds. This used to be a race, and I forgot about this. This used to be a race that happened twice a year. They came here in the spring, and then they came in the fall. Uh, this was the third to last race. They would come to Chicago, then they go to Las Vegas, and they they ended off at the winter uh, not winter nationals that starts it off. Uh, they ended at the finals uh, in Pomona. So. It's crazy that, you know, it, it's always been a great racetrack. And it was so amazing to be there in person. I just can't say that enough. Um, let's talk about round two in Nitro Funny Car. We got Tim Wilkerson versus Alex Laughlin. John Forrest versus Robert Hype. Ron Caps versus Bob Tasca, the third. And then we got Chad Green and Cruz Pedragon. Let's talk about who won. Tim Wilkerson is going to beat Alex Laughlin. 401 beats a 480. 320 for Tim Wilkerson, 171 for Alex Laughlin. Solid effort for that team, though. John Force is going to beat John, uh, the number one qualifier, Robert Height. 4003, 40s with the three, four O's. <laughs> 400 with the three, 323.50 miles per hour beats the 415, 262.44 of Robert Height. John Forrest left first, 58. I always make sure I can see the tree when these boys are up there. John is moving on. That was a very symphonic breath that I just did. That was amazing. All right, Ron Caps. Uh, I do, I do want to tell you. Let's see. We're seeing more victors out of the left lane. But I would not say that it was a one-lane racetrack by any means. We were just seeing the people that got lane choice uh, going with, I guess, the left lane. All right, so let's talk about Ron Caps. 3.983, 321 beats Bob Tasker's 405, 320. He was in the left lane. Chad Green was in the right lane. He was the only winner in Nitro Funny Gar who won in the right lane, but Brittany Forrest was the only one in top fuel. 3.998. 324.44 miles per hour beats Cruz Pedragon 4.279-222 miles per hour for the makers and fixers. All right, let's talk about the semifinal rounds. Nitro, Nitro, bring up the dragsters. Could you imagine if they had to bring them up like this quick, the, the way I'm talking about it? Like... <laughs> As the day goes on, it looks like they get a little bit more time in the pits. Uh, I noticed that the time between the rounds uh, was a little longer as the day progressed. Uh, so the finalists, you you earned that. You made it to the final or the semifinals. You get a little bit more time to work on your car. Because uh, we want to see good drag racing. We don't want anybody rushing. I'm not sure if that's why they did it. But, hey, that's what I'm going to say because I'm on the microphone. All right. <laughs> we got... 
TJ Zizzo and Josh Hart and Brittany Force and Clay Milliken. Josh Hart is going to beat TJ Zizzo 3.910, 310.20 miles per hour, 43. Hey, folks, how about they practically left at the same time? Josh Hart left uh, math six thousandths of a second quicker than TJ Zizzo did, but TJ got into some problems at the step, 11 seconds at the other end of the racetrack, 11 seconds. Can you imagine? They were on the gas less than a, a fraction of a second, and they still were able to cover the 1,000-foot course in 11 seconds at 74 miles an hour. It's crazy. 49 on the tree for TJ Zizzo. Josh Hart is moving on to the final round. Who's going to race? Brittany Forrest or Clay Milliken? Let's talk about Clay Milliken because he's going to beat that monster energy car. 388 for Brittany. 319, 82 on the tree. It's not going to be good enough to beat Clay Milliken, who was running almost exactly one-tenth of a second quicker. Um, almost exactly. Almost exactly. 3.778, 329.58 miles per hour, 57 on the tree. Now, Jimmo has always been really good on a hot racetrack, if I remember correctly. Uh, and so he's, I mean, 377, that is stout. I mean, by far the low of the round. 329, though, folks, that's big speed on the back end of the racetrack. And the track was not cold, that's for sure. He's going to get lane choice over Josh Hart in the next round. Let's talk about Funny Car. Let's talk about Funny Car. Here we go. It's going to be John Forrest. Versus Tim Wilkerson here. Let me see if I can go in the order that they ran. So, yeah, okay. Tim and John ran first. And Tim Wilkerson is going to get the win. 401 beats a 967. John got into some problems. 23 on the light for John. I wonder if he had it in. Um, but it doesn't matter. You, you're able to do a 23 without have, chunking it in there. It's quite harder. Quite a bit harder to do. But... Who knows? I don't have the incremental numbers to tell me. 319 for Tim Wilkerson, 94 on the tree. He got down there. These two have battled at this racetrack, so it was cool to see them lined up in their modern cars <laughs> on the sidelines, literally, uh, as, as they knocked me back. Rocked my head, folks. I mean, they were rocking my head all weekend. It was great. It was great. Um, and then let's talk about the next pair. Ron Caps and Chad Green. Ron Caps is going to get the win. 3.985, 323.12 miles per hour, 76 on the tree. He left exactly two hundredths of a second slower than Chad Green, 56 on the tree. 408, 316 for Chad Green, but it's not going to be good enough. That's a solid pass. Ron Caps. Uh, let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Yep, yeah, Ron Caps is going to have lane choice against Tim Wilkerson in the final round so you know how we do it here we go backwards we go backwards let's talk about gage herrera the phenom folks can anybody stop gage herrera can any i mean consistent 60s folks every time he ran down there he was in the 60s i mean and, and over 200 miles an hour so just it's amazing to have the 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 speeds that we saw this weekend in the in the pro stop motorcycle class three I mean, 6.67 seconds 
was the low ET of the race day. And oh no, that was the low ET of the of the weekend. That was his number one qualifying effort at two hundred and two point four five miles per hour. He's gonna get the win over Chip Ellis six seventy one seven two oh one twenty five. He remains undefeated. Me and Allie were talking. Sure he's only been to three or so races, but that's a perfect record. Can anybody stop him? That's amazing. Uh, he was second to leave the line, but he was first to get down there. He had the power. He beats Chip Ellis 679, so about a full eight hundredths of a second quicker. 200 miles an hour for, for Chip Ellis. 41 for Gage. 29 for Chip Ellis. How about that? I did get some uh, some audio from... I, I had... I do have some audio from the finals. Uh, it's not going to be very insightful. It's not NHRA TV audio, uh, but I'll throw it in there. Uh, why not? Uh, I might do it over. I'm talking, so let's let's just let's listen to the final. Okay, so let's go on and let's talk about pro stock. Dallas Glenn is going to get the win over Derek Kramer. 6.56.2 is going to beat a 12.59. So he was pretty much uncontested after the start. At the step, Kramer was first 44, but he didn't have what it took to get down there in this particular race. Uh, 2.09.95 for Dallas Glenn, 47 on the tree. Uh, let me see. Low ET of the race was Dallas Glenn, uh, 6.51.0. At 211.06 miles per hour, that's going to be the biggest speed of the race. And that was done by Bo Butner, that elite horsepower. Okay, let's listen to that one. Okay. Moving on to the Nitro categories. Let's talk about it. Tim Wilkerson is the hometown boy. So everybody, the Wilkes Warriors are loud and they are present. The Skag people were in the house. I'll tell you what. Uh, and they're gonna he's going to do it in front of all of those fans, all of those Wilk Warriors. Tim Wilkerson is going to get the win in his backyard. 3.966. 325.14 miles per hour, defeating Ron Caps, who was 53 on the line. So he left first at Napa Auto Parts. GR Super left first, but he did not have the power down there. 411-0-261-83. He might have had the power. It might have been too much of it. I'm not. It's easy for me to say, right? I'm just reporting it. <laughs> As we talked about, Robert Height had the low ET of the race, 3.831, and he had the top speed as well, 335.07 miles per hour. 335, folks. We've been seeing that number pop up a lot in the funny car class. Uh, so let's listen to this one as well. All right, and let's get back into top fuel, the final final of the Route 66 Nationals, the Gerber Collision in Glass 
Route 66 Nationals. It was a very amazing return to this racetrack. We got Clay Milliken in the left lane. We got Josh Hart in the right. Clay Milliken is going to get the win. How about that? Clay Milliken is going to get the win. 3.801 beats a 3.808. Folks, if you're saying the top fuel isn't pro stock right now, I, I I don't yeah I will I will gladly hear your argument because look at this it is this is crazy I want to hold on folks give me one second I want to see if I can pull up the margin of victory for this race because that it was crazy I didn't I didn't know from the sidelines I did not know no notice I'm not saying from the stands from the sidelines I was not able to tell who won. Uh, so let me see. Give me one sec. I'm just gonna talk to you while I'm looking for it. You don't need to know what I'm doing. I'm, you know what I'm doing. I already told you what I'm doing. Uh, one thousandth of a second. The margin of victory, folks, was five feet at over 324 miles per hour. 324 for Josh Hart and 328 for Mr. Clay Milliken. I tell you what, from the Dr the Drummonds, Tennessee. Is gonna get the win, and I tell you what, Jim Overhoffer, he deserves it. I call, I said, you know, he always calls Clay a badass. I said, you know, I, I commented under his post. I said, you are a badass as well, sir. I've been watching you tune top fuel cars as long as I've been watching top fuel cars. So it, I mean, he deserves it, and I know that's you know you, you get that that. I don't want to say the, the the phrase because it's not technically, you know, appropriate. Uh, but like, you know, it's just you 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 get that you get that thing off your back, you know, and you just like, okay, I won. You know, this is Rick Ware's first win. You know, as the, and this is Clay Milliken's second. Um, I want to make sure I said that right. I don't like I don't like saying wrong things, folks. I don't like I don't like it. Uh, no. Okay. Worst. Okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. I'm glad I checked. I want. Okay. Clay Milliken wins his first Wally this season. His first since 2018 and the fourth in his career. How about that? I love to see it. So, folks, we've reached the end of another episode. I'm going to throw in some, uh, some audio for, uh, I, I, you know, the work is not over. I'm still doing uh, work with the uh, with the pictures, so please stay tuned to the uh, the Nitro Performance Guy Instagram uh, because I'm going to be posting some things there. Um, you know, I got a lot of pictures, so I'm going to be posting pretty much every day. So really, I haven't done my post for the day. So hopefully, at the time when you hear this, uh, I will have made my post. But yeah, it, there's a lot of pictures. Uh, there's some videos. Well, I gotta really be careful about how I use it now because I can't use it to cover the race. You know, it's it's not. It's just a, it's just a thing, and that's okay. Uh, but I'll consider it B-roll, and I'm gonna use it for something. Uh, I just don't know, and I and when I know, you'll know. <laughs> but I'm gonna put together a little a little vlog um, for the weekend. Um, try to try to have that out. Um, but I'm also not working myself to death, folks. Like this is I love this stuff. Like this is this is a passion, but I don't want it to become an obsession, you know? I don't want to work myself to the point where I don't want to do it. So uh stay patient with me. 
uh, I will be getting the stuff out. Uh, but I, I mean, I just appreciate your support. I appreciate the new listeners that we have every week. I don't, you know, I say it every week. I don't take it for granted. I couldn't possibly if I wanted to. Uh, it's such an honor to talk about drag racing to the drag racing community as well as trying to grow the drag racing community and diversifying the, the community, you know, by telling people that I know about it. It's because I have a microphone and I have a loud voice and I talk a lot. So I, I want to make sure everybody knows about this stuff. You know, it's it, it's the coolest thing that I've ever seen in my life and that not much impresses me, folks. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, you know, to each his own. It's not, it's not for everybody, but I feel like you, everybody should give it one, one viewing, one, one look and nine times out of 10, you will have made a fan for life. <laughs> and even if they don't come back every year, they'll, they'll never forget it, you know? So again, I, we're, we're in the closing part of it, but I really appreciate all of the support all the new people that I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to send Terry McMillan's son some pictures I took. Like it's just, it's just things like that. Like I know everyone that's been with me since the beginning, you know, it's just really cool to get here and, and, and see what it's become in such a short amount of time, folks. So it, it's cool. It's cool. And, and I think it's cool. It's such a understatement, but it's all I can really say <laughs> right now <laughs> after I've just talked for about an hour. Uh, but seriously, folks, I do appreciate the support. Uh, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get new people into this sport. And so they can just see what has just captured me for most of my life. Like I am 30 years old and I would say almost 20 of those years have been spent loving drag racing, you know, so. It's amazing. It's great. And uh, we're going to do more cool things. We're going to keep it going. We're going to definitely keep our foot on the loud pedal. We're going to stomp on the loud pedal like Clay Milliken did. And uh, they got him that Wally. So with that that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I really appreciate you for listening. Thank you for always supporting me, liking the pictures, liking the posts, watching the videos on YouTube. I really do appreciate it. So, without any further ado, you have a good rest of your day, and I hope you really enjoyed this one because I enjoyed making it and I enjoyed being there. <laughs> so, uh, everyone, have a good rest of your day and good night, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye bye.